The Democrats, I mean, the idea that the election fraud is somehow foreign to America is, is strange to me. I mean, you've heard of the state of Louisiana, right, Huey Long? You've heard of the Chicago machine, Mayor Daley. Lyndon Baines Johnson won a rigged primary election in Texas in 1948. It's well documented. You can look at it anywhere on the Internet. He rigged a primary election in the Democrat primary to become a senator and then ultimately became vice president and president of the United States through a rigged election. And yet, to mention this to Democrats, that doesn't happen in America. Uh, yeah, it does, in fact. My next guest uh, knows a lot about it. He's been digging deep. He's an author, a filmmaker, and a daily host of the Dinesh D'Souza podcast. That, of course, would make him Dinesh D'Souza. Sir, good to have you back. Hey, it's a real pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, the new film, 2,000 Mules, and you've made some great films along the way. Uh, you've been attacked uh, by the IRS and others along the way as well. Uh, good to see you're still alive on Twitter. You're doing something right. Um <laughs> Let's talk about this uh, this new film, 2,000 Mules, because you say it's the Democrat plan to permanently control elections in America, but I think they're losing their grip on it. Tell me about it. Well, the new film is a completely uh, new way of looking at this issue of election fraud, because um, there has been a widespread uh, suspicion since uh, the November 2020 election that it was stolen but the people who suspect that have had difficulty uh, providing definitive proof. Uh, you can point to a lot of anomalies, but an anomaly is merely something that's strange. It's not really a proof. There could be some other explanation for it. Um, I've seen a lot of examples of episodic fraud, a dead guy voting over here, a fellow stuffing ballot boxes over there. Sure. But the, the challenge is always to show the fraud is systematic enough and large enough, such a volume, that it could have tipped the 2020 election. Now, uh, this movie is based upon the research done by an organization called True the Vote, which had the idea of buying the cell phone traffic, it's called geo-tracking, of all cell phones in the five key swing states or the key urban areas of the swing states um, between October 1, uh, 2020 and Election Day. And by looking at that cell phone traffic, by the way, 10 trillion pings, all they right. were able to identify more than 2,000 mules. A mule is a paid political operative de delivering fraudulent votes to ballot drop boxes. They've identified more than 2,000 mules in Atlanta, in Phoenix, in Milwaukee, in Detroit, in Philadelphia. And when you add up the votes, it's a giant amount of fraud, more than enough to account for the difference between Trump and Biden in those states. So how do you arrive at the conclusion? And because people, your critics will say, well, you can't say that those people were mules. How do you arrive at the idea that these 2,000 individuals, give or take, uh, were operating as people harvesting ballots? Because that's what we're talking about here. We've seen the videos from Georgia. We've seen videos now from Detroit where people are showing up at these drop boxes with handfuls of ballots uh, taking selfies because... The the uh, uh, allegation in Georgia, at least, is that they got paid ten dollars per, and so they drop in a handful, and there's forty, there's four hundred dollars, and so on and so forth. How do you prove those cell phone and that cell phone traffic comes back to being people operating illegally on the election? Well, what you do is you you search 
for the movement of cell phones that are stopping by these left-wing nonprofit organizations. I'm going to call them for the moment voter stash houses. They pick up satchels of ballots, and then they go to a minimum of 10 drop boxes. So the key is to set a high number, right? If somebody may have a reason to go, normally you go to one drop box to drop off your ballot. You may have a reason to go to two. Who has a reason to go to 10 or more, right? Now, if, if this were solely based on the geo-tracking, it would be interesting by itself. But the geo-tracking evidence in the movie is corroborated by video evidence. And we're talking about the official surveillance video of the states themselves. So this is kind of how it works. I look at the geo-tracking research and I see that Gruber's cell phone on a particular night, let's just say the night before the election, generally we're talking about these cell phones moving between 1 and 5 a.m. in the morning, went to 10 drop boxes, let's say in four counties. And then I go look at the video and, hey, there's Gruber and what's he doing? Stuffing ballots into the drop box. So the power of this movie is it combines two independent forms of evidence that reinforce each other. The geo-tracking points to the video, and the video is a kind of aha moment that corroborates the geo-tracking. Let me ask you this. In your geo-tracking and then video uh, supporting evidence, do you end up with the same people on numerous occasions? Absolutely. These guys are professional uh, a mule is a paid operative. And, and here's the point I want to make. You use the phrase vote harvesting, but I think in this case we're talking about ballot trafficking, and there's a subtle but important difference. There are some states, several states, that allow some form of vote harvesting. In California, you can give your ballot to anyone and have them go drop it off. In Georgia uh, and in the other swing states, the rules are more limited. In Georgia, for example, you can only give your ballot to a family member or if you are confined in a facility to a caregiver. That's it. Nobody else. But in no state is it illegal is it legal to pay mules? And this is the key point. Once money changes hand in the election, the vote is corrupted. And so once you know that you, somebody got paid along the way to deliver this vote, that is a fraudulent vote and should not be counted. So what we're dealing with in the movie is entirely fraudulent votes. Completely illegal in every state. Of, by the way, ballot harvesting is not legal in Canada or Mexico or any nation in Europe. Uh, none of these things are legal. Uh, Mail-in ballots are not legal in any nation in Europe or Canada or Mexico. Apparently, they're all anti-democratic in those places, right, Dinesh? Because that's what I hear here, right? Well, you made a subtle point at the beginning when you said that election fraud is a kind of tradition in America. But here's the point. The, the Democrats, of course, are the party of voter fraud. They've been doing it since the 19th century with Tammany Hall. I mean, think about the old immigrants who come off the boat. There's a bunch of Democrats who'd be like, hey, sign here. You know, they're basically signing on a ballot. And then the Democrats would go ahead and fill out the ballot. So they've been doing this is old school fraud we're talking about. The key difference in 2020 was that because the rules got changed under COVID and mail-in balloting became like the norm, absentee and mail-in balloting has always been a small part of the election, but now it became a giant part of the election. So the fraudsters realized that they could up the ante. And so what used to be a small fraud now became a giant fraud. Uh, Dinesh D'Souza here. The movie is 2,000 Mules. Uh, do you have a moment more or do you have to run to another uh, conversation. No, I'm, I'm happy to do another segment. Yeah, I, I'd like to do that because I think this is so important. I live in Michigan, 
I have family in Georgia. I have friends in Arizona, family there as well. And they've all had these same questions, and they've all been ridiculed. Oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist. Right, just like the folks on Twitter who suddenly have 100,000 new followers and said they're being shadow banned. <laughs> conspiracy theory. Okay. Uh, hold right there. Dinesh D'Souza, uh, world-famous, world-class filmmaker in the documentary genre, uh, should win an Oscar for it. He won't, but he should have your admiration at a minimum. This is the Steve Gruber Show. You can find out more always at stevegruber.com and re-hear this interview if you'd like it. Podbean. Steve Gruber, of course. Back in a moment. When it comes to getting a new dog, I always tell people, start at the shelter, because that's a great idea. But sometimes you're looking for something special in your new long-term best friend. And that's when I found the Barking Boutique. They suggest starting at the shelter, too. But if that doesn't work, they have a world of wet noses and loving nuzzles and puppy breath to choose from. The Barking Boutique began when its owner, David, was heartbroken by what he found looking for a new dog, puppy mills, and people he didn't trust. He decided he could do things better. And the Barking Boutique was born, now with several locations in West Michigan, the Barking Boutique is dedicated to working with reputable dealers, and they guarantee the health of your dog for the next five years. They also offer daycare and boarding for your best furry friends. So before you just start guessing about where to get the perfect puppy for you and your family, start with the Barking Boutique. I've been there myself, and trust me, you're going to love the Barking Boutique, and you can start your search right now, thebarkingboutique.com, thebarkingboutique.com. The Michigan Chamber of Commerce, the most powerful voice for business in Michigan. Business owners know there's no substitute for experience. In Michigan, that means the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. The Michigan Chamber is always working to protect, connect, and strengthen Michigan companies. The Michigan Chamber is on the front lines every day, getting Michigan back to work. That's never been more important than it is today. The Michigan Chamber is dedicated to Michigan and the men and women that make it work here every single day. The time is now for the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber and how to become a member, visit michamber.com. This is the Steve Gruber Show, the fearless pursuit of truth. The Steve Gruber Show is the fastest growing talk show in America, so thank you. Without you, none of this would be possible. The relentless pursuit of truth, common sense, and honest answers to the most important questions of the day isn't easy, but it's critical to our future. Find out more. SteveGruber.com.